Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews. Coming at you online and in print format at nicktiffany.com, in audio format wherever you get your podcasts, and even in video on YouTube. Today we are delving into a foreign film, we're moving into French foreign territory, talking about a movie called Passages. Now there's not a lot that I knew about this movie going into it, other than the fact that after it was acquired by Mubi, who has uh, done a lot of different international film programming and releasing, the film was given an NC-17 rating. Now, NC-17 rating is always one that I think is kind of an interesting one. Maybe not because it doesn't always deserve it sometimes, but it just this goes into broader issues with the uh, Motion Pictures Association and Alliance. I don't, I forget what the other A is, but the MPAA who gives a movie a PG, PG-13, rated R. They're not great at their jobs. And more often than not, they end up actually limiting what audiences could see because they're picking and choosing little battles that don't really make sense. And just for a quick example, before we get into the review, there's the movie called The Monuments Men, which George Clooney produced and starred in probably like 10 years ago, something like that. It was all about post-World War II, hunting down all of these different stolen artifacts that the Nazis had stolen and trying to recover them so that they could go back into museums. More than anything, the film's pretty educational and it's not overtly violent and it's not anything that's like, wow, that's that's got to be PG-13 or something, you know. But what does the movie get docked for? Historical smoking. Now, I get yeah, we don't want to encourage kids to smoke cigarettes. Totally get it, you know? And in a billion different ways, obviously that happens most places. You know, it's I'm not a smoker myself, but I can attest to the fact that I don't really see many, or if there are, there are very specific small places where they go to smoke, you know, I'm like pretty much in public. That's almost not a thing, at least. You know, I'll see people smoke in their car or whatever. I'm like, you know, your life is your life, whatever. But for this movie to get docked for historical smoking, I feel like it just sounds silly. Like they're like, you know, we got to warn you guys, like there's people smoking cigarettes, but you got to understand that the only doing that is because it was actually what it was like back then. And we've got to warn you that, you know, life was different. And there's a lot of other warnings that like Disney and other groups can place where they're like, yeah, you know, depictions of slavery, of African-Americans, of gay and lesbian people, the treatment of them in these films is not representative of what we think it's of the time. Totally. You know, I get those extra warnings for that sensitivity warnings, whatever it is, just educationally like, Hey, we are not condoning this. This is just the film as it stands. Sort of coming and be like, Hey, you guys got to watch out for the smoking here. You know, it's just silly because you're limiting your audience again because you're like, all right, well, we're going to say now this age range of people can't go see this because George Clooney and his company smoked a cigarette after recovering stolen Nazi artwork. Silly. So NC-17 basically means, yeah, you know, you can't come in if you're 17 or younger. You got to be 18. You got to be an adult. You know, that one year really makes a difference. But NC-17 is usually used if there are graphic sexual encounters, or I would say something that's just like overwhelmingly gory and something that you don't totally want to watch or is obviously not great to watch. So Passages falls into that first camp. And what we have is the story of Tomas, played by Franz Rogowski, 
who's married to Martin, played by Ben Whishaw, who's like, love, love Ben Whishaw and have since Cloud Atlas. Um, the two of them are husbands. Tomas is a film director, while uh, his husband Martin does all sorts of different uh, rock work, framing work, all sorts of, you know, it's, you, you spend a little time with him doing it, but, uh, but by and large, the focus is on Tomas, who meets this young girl, played by Adele Xarchopolo, Aget. Um, he finishes wrapping this movie. It's clear that, you know, he and his husband, maybe things have been kind of rocky. He's like, oh, you know, come dance with me. I don't want to dance with you, but this girl will dance with me. So fine, you know, I'll go dance with her. And you're drinking and then drinking leads to more touching. And eventually, you know, it's like, oh, well, we're going to take the party home with some friends. We'll hang out. We'll do whatever. And then something happens when Tomas and I get, get home. They hook up. And not even just like hook up, hook up. But there is an undeniable chemistry that the two feel. And so after spending time exploring one another and their bodies and whatnot, we find ourselves in a really complicated place because you're like, okay, you know, Tomas, maybe he's, he's like, wow, I've got a husband, but here I am having sex for the first time with a woman. And what a unique new and exciting experience this is. And so the first thing he does is he's like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell my husband, like the craziest thing happened last night. I had sex with a woman and it was pretty fun. And then it just, you know, and it, it's interesting because it's clear the relationship they have. I'm not going to make any judgments or say like, it's a very European relationship in the sense that they're very casual about most things, whether it's sex or their dynamic or understanding, Hey, we've been together. How many years? Also, you're an artiste, you're a film director. So I know you get very passionate when you make your projects and when you do certain things, but uh, you know, Martin thinks maybe, yeah, okay. Tell me about it. Sure. You had sex with a woman. All right. And then he's like, okay, but you enjoyed it. Now I think I need to go because this is very confusing and I don't know what this means. And so what starts is kind of this collapse almost of their relationship while Tomas is figuring things out with the get, you know, <laughs> Ben Wishaw doesn't waste any time himself though. You know, I'm not going to say there were guys on the back burner, but you know, you've got a young, handsome French black writer who's just published his first novel and has all this depth and intricacy to him. And so it's like, well, if my husband's now engaging in a relationship with a woman, I guess maybe I can do things too. And so it just, things get very messy very quickly. Um, and I won't go into much more detail than that because truthfully, there's not too much more detail to go into. This is a mostly like, it's like a 90 minute movie that moves, unfortunately, at a snail's pace. And even with your sexual escapades that happen in the film, and now granted, there is, you know, there are a couple different sex scenes, both with um, Aget and Tomas. You see Tomas and his husband have sex at one point. There's nothing that is, you know, I say there's nothing overwhelmingly gratuitous. There's a lot of, mon like, grunting and muffled moans and all sorts of stuff sure and you see a lot of leg and and you'll see a lot of butt but there was no graphic look at anybody's front parts i should say which um i'm not saying it needed that but uh 
But again, you're like, okay, you're like, definitely, I don't want to say it's a French film, but it's like, okay, this is, all right, this has been going on for like five minutes now. I'm like, you know, like making sure my windows are closed and the volume's down. I'm like, this is just, how much longer is this going to go on for? You know, I'm like, I get, I get there's love going on here and deeper connections, but uh, it was a moment where like a lot of people online, I would say a lot of younger people uh, and younger generations have kind of complained about sex scenes in movies and their necessity or, you know, do we really need to watch somebody have sex? Like, that's just weird. Why is this in the movie? Why did you make these two people have on screen sex? You know, and it's, it's an interesting debate because I'm sure I've sat through a number of scenes where movies where you're like, yeah, you know, did this really need this? Is this only exist other than to give the unattractive guy a shot with the mega hottie who you're like, and never in a million years would this happen. But you're like, but it's a movie. I'm like every comedy movie. There's always usually a bigger funny guy that ends up with a total smoke show or something. That's just their, their formula. Cause they're like, wouldn't it be hilarious if in this situation, like, you had sex with a nerdy fat guy or whatever, you know? And they're like, that'd be so hilarious, right? Like, let's actually do it. And so there are times where I'm like, yeah, I don't, this isn't necessary. It's just like, maybe you really wanted to kiss that actress. I don't know. I don't know. And like, didn't need it. Didn't need it. But then there've been a number of films I've seen where it's like, whoa, the connection going on there is just dynamite. And you're like, ah, did these two actors like date in real life? Cause it feels like they would have had to after the on-stream chemistry they've had. So there are moments where maybe it plays a little more centrally rather than just like, we're going to show you vigorous sex or something. Cause that I feel like that doesn't know like, that always catches people off guards in a movie where you're like, they open the door and people are just going to town and you're like, Whoa, what did we walk into? And maybe you're meant to feel like that person barging into the room and not knowing what's going on. But, but I don't know. I was like passages. I was just like, yeah, you could have stopped this sex scene. 30 seconds to a minute in and it's still well, like I would have understood what you were going for here. I don't think it really advanced the narrative all that much. All it does is really it earns yourself an NC-17, which again, I'm like, you could just say it's rated R, but yes, there's strong graphic sex, whatever. You know, I think the, the audience for this was already going to be fairly limited, but, um, but I don't know, man, for a 90 minute movie, with sex in it and all sorts of other stuff, you're like, I'm sure that was a breeze, but it wasn't. It was just really slow moving. It felt like we just kind of went in the same kind of circles within the relationships or what people are feeling. And I'm going to go back to you or back to you or back to this. And I don't really know what's happening. And I just kind of, I don't know. I'm like, it's super minimalist. There's next to no soundtrack at all, which I know isn't totally bizarre for especially more of a dramatic film especially when it's a foreign film but i'm like i would have used anything give me like a simple little rat-a-tat-tat on a drum or something something to kind of give me a pulse or like give me a beat and keep me just engaged and energized in it. and i just it just wasn't uh you know with ben wishaw and then adele xr shopolo who she really blew up some years back for blue is the warmest color another french film a three-hour lesbian drama with real sex between the actresses you know again that was one where at least in that film even though the actresses themselves weren't lesbian and it was a whole there's a whole thing surrounding that movie and exploitation perhaps or certain things but you know it's a story for another day 
But in that film, at least it felt like, okay, these two are discovering love and there's passion in this. And, and maybe it is the idea that I don't know if people really ever show lesbian sex on screen that much. And so this was also at a time where we were getting more of an influx of LGBTQ films, but, uh, but I don't know, at least in there, it felt more focused at least, or it didn't feel like it was just like, let's just throw in this five minute sex scene, you know, or like, I'm like, I don't know. It just passages just did not work for me, unfortunately. Um, you know, I know it had played Sundance. I thought incorrectly that it had played Cannes, so I was like, I gotta check this out because I'm always down to watch those foreign films that play over at the Cannes Film Festival. There's usually some great ones, but uh, passages did not play there, nor would it have played well there, I imagine. If you're interested in it, though, you can find it on the movie channel. I've got it through Apple uh, TV Plus. That's where I found Decision to Leave, though, which is a much better foreign film. Should you go the movie route? I think you would be far more pleased with that. Or Blue is the Warmest Color, a better NC-17 French drama than this one. But what can you do? As always, if you want to stay tuned for new movie reviews and movie news, be sure to follow NT Movie Reviews on all social media networks, podcast platforms, and on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.